listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Hour number two of Miller and Moulton. On this Friday, thanks so much for being with us. Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Yesterday, one of my favorite sports days of the year, my third favorite college basketball day of the year. First two days of the tournament are the two best days of the year. But yesterday, I mean, that's conference quarterfinal action in which a lot of the big boy bubble teams it's win and you're likely in lose and you're likely out and boy we had like 10 of those games yesterday and seemingly more teams lost than one so I guess it's possible you could have lost early in the day and backed your way in by the end of the day and there's very few bid stealers still out there I mean, there really are. Maybe Ohio State continues the run and wins the Big Ten. Um, I guess you could consider Clemson if they were to continue to run and win the ACC. But I mean, there's very few teams out there. That, Vandy, I guess, in the SEC to steal a bid. But you know, for the most part, I, I think a lot of the bracketology people would probably feel pretty good posting what they have this morning and saying, I can live with this. I don't know how much this is going to change, by the way, going forward. Just throwing that out there. Bobby Regan to talk some college hoops in a little more than 30 minutes' time. Countdown continues. No Aaron Rodgers to the Jets yesterday. Wednesday lunch is when the new NFL year begins. Teams have to get and be cap compliant by midday Wednesday. That is another great part about this time of the year, NFL offseason action. No doubt. Just mixed no into doubt. all the... And listen, there's not much that the NFL had to play catch up with on the other leagues, but the best league in terms of their free agency has been the NBA now for a while. No question. Okay, that first week of July when you had the legal and illegal tampering that was going on and seemingly... This new year began on July 1st, but nothing could be done till July 8th, which was hysterical because by July 2nd, all of these moves were already done. But that week, the NBA in the middle of the summer, with no NFL going on, no NHL, no college anything, and all they were competing against is Major League Baseball, the NBA has done a really good job for about 15 years now in just... Well, doing what they did Super Bowl week, to be honest with you, which is when they had their trade deadline. And for three, four days, they were actually the biggest story going on in the sports world. Well, the first week of July, the NBA is owned now for a decade. Well, the NFL being as big as they are, if basically they set up deadlines, it doesn't even matter if it's at the beginning of March Madness. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. We're the NFL doesn't matter if there's three, four weeks left in the NBA or NHL regular season. We're the doesn't matter if baseball is trying to do this World Baseball Classic, which, by the way, can I just do a sidebar for a second here? I'll get back to the whole NFL-NBA thing. Doesn't Major League Baseball just have to suck it up? And if you want to do this, really do it. Do what the NHL 
does every four years, although not consistently, which is, okay, we're going to compete in the Olympics. It's awkward, but we're basically, we're going to shut the season down for a couple of weeks. And we're going to send our best players to the Olympics, and hopefully people watch the product, and they'll become maybe more hockey fans. And then when these guys come back, that maybe people will watch more of our games. Yeah, okay, all right, yep, we know, risk of injury, the whole deal. Yep, teams have momentum, and it gets stopped. We know, but, you know, the greater good, blah, 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 blah. If it grows the sport internationally, it's worth it. Okay, but... But it's conflicting. You think? The other, here's the other problem, though. It's nobody – is anybody in the States talking about it? And remember – Not really. This is the Florida Sports Network. Spring training happens in Florida and Arizona. If you ain't talking about it in Florida, is anybody talking about it anywhere else? If you ain't talking about it in Arizona, is anybody talking about it anywhere else? Now, imagine – you want to hold this World Baseball Classic in July. You can't do it. Why not? The NHL shuts their season down every four years for the Olympics. Why can't you, if you're Major League Baseball, you want to do the World Baseball Classic every three, four years? Fine. Shut your sport down. Play play the World Baseball Classic. By the way, everybody's in shape. Oh, there's no risk of injury. Like right now, guys have gotten hurt getting ready for the World Baseball Classic. Guys are going to get hurt in the World Baseball Classic because they ain't 100% yet. They're not. They have not played. They're not in game shape. They're in workout shape. They're not in game shape. They're not in high stress. Watch the pitchers. Pitchers are going to go, no. If a pitcher pitches four complete innings in the World Baseball Classic, he's thrown a lot. Okay, as opposed to you want to do this. You want people to get really excited about Team USA against the Dominican or against Puerto Rico or against Japan. I mean, think of who we'd put out there in July. You'd rather they do this in the middle of the totally. season? Totally. Absolutely. As opposed to when they've always done it? Okay. What are you more interested in? All-Star Game Week or the World Baseball Classic? What are you more interested in? Honestly... Because the All-Star game used to be have more importance. Yeah, and it's none now. So now the World Baseball Classic. Okay, there you go. There you go. I, I think it's awesome. I If there's a game on, I'm tuning in. Really? Yes. Really? There's four games on right now. You don't have a single one of them on TV. Well, I'm doing a show right oh, now. You could watch it. Trust me, you've watched other things while doing a I show. I also needed a okay. play of the day. You know, Sports, <laughs> Sports Center is really good at providing that for me. But fine. You know what? I'll put on the World Baseball Classic right now. I... Korea versus Japan. Put it this way. I would be willing to try it once if I was Rob Manford. And you can say a lot of things about Rob Manford, but it's not like he's not willing to try some things. I mean, for goodness sakes, he's now brought a pitch clock into the sport. People thought literally the sport would shut down before a clock was ever brought into the game. All right? And now we've got, how how about we shut it down? Really, we don't play 162 games one year. Okay, we this is a cash grab, by the way. Let's let's also call it what it is. This is a cash grab while trying to promote the sport internationally. But this is a cash grab. The, the World Baseball Classic uh, for major for baseball, absolutely. Is the World Cup a, a cash grab? Okay, for yeah, for, for soccer, yeah. 
Of course it is. It's the biggest cash grab going. Why do you think they've added more teams? More teams, more countries want part of the cash. You say that in kind of negative context. Well, uh, well, no, I'm saying it as it's a matter of fact. Okay, they ain't doing this for the greater good. They're not. They're trying to say it's grow the game internationally, what have you. They're doing it for cash. Cash. That's why they're doing it. Are these players getting paid? Damn right they are. Okay, they're not getting paid by their teams. They're getting paid separately to do this. All right, this is for cash. While also simultaneously growing the game. Would you be interested in July, a World Baseball Classic? No, I like it preseason. Really? I so do. Ne- no, no, no. no. So next week, next week, when March Madness is going on, you're going to go, oh, I can't watch March Madness. The United States is playing Great Britain. Okay. No, see, All right, that's fair. I mean, no, that's fair. I mean, that's the other thing. Okay. You're going to play it. In mid to late March. Then schedule it midweek when the games aren't happening. Well, first off, the got the playing games Tuesday and Wednesday. The tournament starts noon on Thursday. How many days you got here? It's like trying to schedule around the NFL. The NFL now is playing so many damn days of the week, it's tough to schedule against the NFL. Why not just one time, one time? Let's do it in July. Three weeks in July. We we go through July 4th weekend. We do Major League Baseball. July 4th weekend's a big weekend. July 4th this year's on a Tuesday. Okay, here's the deal. Okay, we go through July 4th. We have our games. Fine. We shut the sport down on July 5th. All right? We put these teams together. They work out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They start playing Saturday the 8th. Okay? Maybe even Friday the 7th. How, they're all in shape. They've all been playing. It's baseball. Come on, let's go. Travel teams do it all the time. Hey, Johnny, how are you? You play second, I'll play short. Uh, Tony, you going to play third? Okay, fine, let's go. Frank, you pitching? How, how many can you go today? Six? All right, good. Let's go. The The tournament, the, the, the playing game is next Wednesday and Thursday. The, for, no, the, for March no, Madness. It's Tuesday, Wednesday. Or Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. Tournament starts Thursday, Friday. Games Correct. Saturday and Sunday as well? Of course. Are there games Monday and Tuesday? There are not. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, semifinal, final for the World Baseball Classic. Well, first off, the tur- the tournament's a week and a half old. You're, you're, that's it? You're going to well, end it just like that? Well, this is just the, this also, is just, you this is just remember, the group stage. You're going to hold a semifinal and a final, and nobody's paid any attention to all the games leading up to it. Literally Monday, people's going to go, what the hell are you talking about, a World Baseball Classic semifinal? Oh, yeah, the United States is playing Dominican Republic. What? In well, what, at least baseball? they'll watch the final. Okay, so you're going to hold this whole thing so people can watch two games. No, if, you, if you're going to do it, do it. Do it. If you want to grow the game, which, by the way, forget growing it internationally. How about growing it back again in the States? How about getting people to watch baseball again and not their own team? And, Felipe, what has been proven in this country does not matter the sport. You wrap the red, white, and blue around it, people will watch. People will watch. Team USA Baseball playing against Japan, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Cuba. I'd watch every night. I'd watch every night, and I would love, if you loved World Cup soccer atmosphere, you would have that in the baseball stands. 
And I think baseball, you know, that's wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if that all of a sudden started showing up in more major league ballparks. I mean, look what a celebration it was last year when the Mets closer came out of the bullpen to a fun song. I mean, that was 90 seconds, and they went crazy about it in New York City. And it caught on nationwide. That was a song for a guy running in for the bullpen. How about if in the sixth inning, Mike Trout's at the plate, and they got the Vuvuzelas going, and we're banging the drums? Well, then tune in. Yes! By the way, I, I, I turned on this game, and Otani immediately hit a double. Right. And you stopped paying attention to me, didn't you? Yeah, because Otani was at the plate playing in a baseball game that mattered. On a Wednesday night, okay, against Kansas City, does not matter. <laughs> Miller and Malton, the Florida Sports Network. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 21 minutes past the hour. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Mark off today, back on Monday. Where is that guy? He's playing golf. Oh. Member guest. Okay. About six minutes from where we sit, in fact. <laughs> Okay, I mean, we could show up and heckle him if, if we want when we're done. I don't know what hole he'll be on, but we can, you know, grab a couple drinks and just be standing behind a green going, ah, look at that Miller guy. Man, he sucks. I don't know. Bring a Vuvuzela, some bongos. Pretend it's the World Baseball Classic. Bring the World Baseball sure. Classic atmosphere to golf. Yeah. Like it's the 16th at the Waste Management. So, you know, you mentioned something during the break. We were continuing the discussion. And for those just joining us, I think baseball should give it a shot like hockey does every four years. Shut the sport down for the Olympics. You're going to do this World Baseball Classic, which is basically your version of the Olympics. Then shut the damn sport down. Don't shut spring training down. Guys aren't even in full shape yet. Pitchers can't go more than three innings. I mean, come on. If you're going to do this, don't compete against March Madness and the Players' Championship and, you know, NBA, NHL. I mean, come on. If you're going to do it, do it. Do it in July. There's nothing going on. Run the World Baseball Classic for three weeks. Hell, you might have the whole country watching baseball. World Cup-type atmosphere. We watch the World Cup. We wouldn't watch baseball. Baseball's version of the World Cup. Hell, we'll know more of the guys competing in the baseball version of the World Cup than we did in the soccer version of the World Cup. And speaking of the World Cup, you're a soccer guy, right? Yeah. Okay. They shut down, what, Champions, Champions League? League? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. How'd the sport do? Pretty good. But oh. it's like we said, it helps that Argentina and France no. was the dream matchup. There's no that doubt happened. about it. It wasn't Croatia and Uruguay. There's no doubt. I mean, it helps. Like last year's Final Four, we had Duke, Carolina, Kansas. There you go. And Villanova. Yeah, exactly. You know, a bunch of really teams that nobody's interested in. Right. But sometimes you get lucky. But also, you have to try it to get that kind of luck. At the end of the day, they're all favored to do it. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, imagine if all of a sudden we end up in the semis and you got Japan with Otani. Thank you very much. You got U.S., and you got probably the Dominican Republic and either Puerto Rico or Cuba. Seriously? Seriously. We're not we're not talking baseball on sports radio in this country. Okay, we're not watching these games. A buddy of mine 
and I'm going to go down a road that I don't often go down, but I'll be as real as real can be. A buddy of mine, born and raised in Minnesota, now lives in southwest Florida. This just in, he's white. And when I say <laughs> white, I mean white, okay? Went to the Dominican Republic in a spring training game yesterday in southwest Florida. Left unsolicited left a minute message on my cell phone saying this is the most fun I've ever had at a baseball game and I've been going to baseball games for 40 years he goes I never stay more than six innings of the spring training game I stayed for every pitch of this one he goes between the pitch clock which he loves he goes but with the banging of the drums and the atmosphere and the whole deal he's like oh my god I'd go to three games I'd buy season two I would find the money if this was the atmosphere at a baseball game, you don't think for three weeks that America wouldn't be captivated, even in a small way, by the World Baseball Classic. Oh, I'm I'm hurt. It, I hate to say this, but I'm kind of hurt that uh, FGCU won their semifinal game because if they lost, I would have been at Lone Depot Park on Saturday at the World Baseball Classic game. But instead, I'm obviously working the Day Sun Championship game. I, yes. But I would be at Miami. And for those of you listening, you should go to Miami and check that out. Dominican Republic against Venezuela, Puerto Rico against Nicaragua. All right. Whether you take it in or not, in person or you watch, and I'm guessing most of you will not. Okay. But at some point, try to find some highlights. It will be a World Cup soccer-like atmosphere at the ballpark. Now, maybe that doesn't interest you. And maybe that would not captivate you to watch in July. But if I'm running Major League Baseball, July 4th is a huge weekend and holiday for us. I am sticking with my regular schedule right on through July 4th. This year, July 4th is a Tuesday. And then probably on July 5th, I'm shutting the damn sport down. And by Friday the 7th or Saturday the 8th, I'm starting the World Baseball Classic. Everybody's in shape. You take a travel day to get everybody together. You give them one workout. Let's go. All right, and then you have these games, by the way, you can either do one location in which everybody knows where to go or two locations. Like we've got Miami and Phoenix in the States is where the two locations are right now. Okay, and then you figure it out. But do you make up the rest of those games or you no. just have a shortened season? No, for one year, the owners are going to have to make a sacrifice. We'll play as many games as we can. Okay, the players will go for it because the players are going to get paid as if they're – Playing 162. Okay? It's either that or But they're not. I I understand, but the players won't agree to play in it unless they're getting full checks. The owners are the ones that are going to have to make the sacrifice here and do it one time and see. And by the way, they will make more money on the World Baseball Classic, far more money in July than they will in March. Far more money in July than March. Now, is it enough to compensate for the regular season games lost? Probably not. Just say, But, once again, why are we doing this? And I just say, do it once. One year. One damn year. You only play this thing every three or four years. One time we do it. So if it's the norm, you're suggesting that now every four years of Major League Baseball who start the season a little earlier and every four years we have to start the season a little earlier and work in some double headers if the owners go listen I ain't creative I, listen come on I I I'm gonna have to get creative I listen come on I I I'm with you 
I'm just saying I don't think that will ever happen. Okay. Because once of again, the owners. Once again, the players, if they get paid, are here. But this Rob is a Major Man, League Baseball. It'll be up to Rob. Listen, the players, if they get paid, will do it. They will. So the player commissioner in which, who determined his job. And there are times as a commissioner in which you actually have to put your cards on the table. If you're Rob Manford, if I was, I would for one time. And I would say to them, guys, if it fails and what have you, fire me. Okay, but I really think we need to do this. We can captivate the sports world in this country for three weeks. And arguably captivate the sports world also. And we ain't captivating it in March worldwide. I'm just telling you, we're not. Okay? So that one time, it's not worth it? I mean, listen, I think Major League Baseball would get more benefit out of the World Baseball Classic in July than the NHL gets for shutting down and playing the Olympics every 4th February. Rough, tough, and the Twitch chat goes, imagine Puerto Rico versus Cuba and Yankee Stadium in July. Right. That's an image. Yes. That is an image. Yes, it is. You have time for the clutch vodka? Yeah, I got time. All right. I got time. So I was on a streak with going to the ice, but now we're going back to the hoops. We're we're reeling it back in. All right. And I'll do one NBA one just because, you know, March Madness is coming. But Rockets down three, clock's ticking, and in in Indiana, that's a little bit of a tongue twister, Jabari Smith, who doesn't really hit a lot of threes. He had a career-high 30 last night with a fadeaway three to send it to OT. Comes into Smith. Fade and fire. Oh, he hit it! A turnaround three with four seconds to go. Unbelievable shot making there by Jabari Smith Jr. Masterful loss, though, uh, by the Rockets. Though I was going to say, how clutch was it? They lost an OT. Yeah, you know. Probably could have. Tank for, Could have found a, a madness one, I think. Uh, tank for Victor, though, you know. <laughs> That's true. That's our Clutch Vodka play of the day, the Clutch with a K. Mark will be back on Monday. He's got all the details that goes along with it. It's Clutch Vodka, Clutch with a K. Clutch, clutch spirits. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. With a K. Right. Miller and Moulton. Pat Kerwin will join us at the top of the hour. Talk about the sport that dominates the year, pretty much 365. That's because Major League Baseball won't play the World Baseball Classic in July where they'd actually get some attention. Meanwhile, NCAA basketball gets a little attention in March, not like the World Baseball Classic in March. Bobby Regan to talk who's in, who's out. Bobby Regan, a barstool next. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-two minutes before the hour. Thanks so much for being with us, Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Pat Kerwin to join us. Talk all things NFL at the top of the hour. Mark will be back on Monday. Bobby Regan's kind enough to join us. He covers hoops, college hoops in particular, Barstool Sports. Follow him on Twitter, Barstool Regs, R-E-A-G-S, Barstool Regs. Bobby, it's David. How are you? Good, David. How you doing? I am fine. I'm trying to figure out, is this year the year that's going to absolutely kill 
any and all talk of expanding this tournament? Because think of the teams that would actually be getting in if we expanded it this year, or because the likes of North Carolina and Michigan and a few other big boys are going to miss the tournament this year, is that actually going to cement the fact we're going to get an expanded tournament? I don't use this term lightly, but anyone who thinks the tournament should be expanded belongs in, like, federal prison. (laughs) it's that dumb. It's that outrageous. That's that's how strong I am. Like if anything, if anything, it needs to go back to sixty four. And if this season shows, like yeah, you're right. This season does show, like great programs have bad years. You miss the tournament. Like sorry, you have you have thirty seven chances. There are thirty seven opportunities to be a tournament team. Because there's 36 at-large teams, and obviously you can win your conference tournament. So you 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 have 37 spots for you. I don't. It's a crazy idea, David. Just win. Like it's that simple. I know. I agree. Listen, Bobby. It shows it's watered down if if you expand. Bobby, listen. The bubble teams this year. I mean, we're going to have teams 12, 13, 14 losses. We're going to have a bunch of them that are going to get the final four, six at-large spots. I mean, it's just, it's nuts to me, but come on. We know what drives the train now. It's money, and Greg Sankey wants an expanded tournament, and the rest of the college sports world has yet to say no to Greg Sankey. There was one one report came out and said no. I forget where it was. It was about a month and a half ago. So I, I, I don't even remember the source, but I, I do remember reading it. Someone did come out and say, like, it's not even on the table. Um, it's, it's, like, talked about, but it's not on the table. If anything, this season does show, like like every other season, you just don't need that many teams. Like, this is as wide open of a year since 2014, arguably even more than 2014. And, it, like, the bubble teams are kind of perfect. And, and you get this mix of, of mid-majors who are bubble teams versus – high majors versus great programs versus surprise teams. And it's, it's, it's really the perfect setup. And it's just no reason to expand it. Like imagine this week, not mattering. Like imagine Michigan Rutgers, that game being nothing or Carolina having to make a run in the ACC tournament, meaning nothing. Or, you know, you go to the SEC. Like there's so many different, you know, Mississippi State, Florida, Mississippi State, that overtime game would have meant nothing. And instead of you have this, what I think is the, it's my favorite week of basketball. This week is my favorite week of basketball. And then you would just lose that with tournament expansion. That's what, that's what I don't want. And it's just college basketball's biggest problem is people devalue the regular season. Fans devalue the regular season because it's what, you know, what do you do in March? What do you do in March? And it's so long. It's overshadowed by football. And then we have this six week run where it's the sport everyone's talking about. You can't devalue the regular season anymore. Bobby, I'm with you. I've been saying throughout the show that yesterday was is my third favorite college basketball day of the year, that the first two days of the tournament of full field, 64, next Thursday, Friday, those are my two favorite. But that I yesterday, think- because we had 12 games going in that we felt were play-in, play-out games yesterday. Well, hell, we never get more than 32 
on a given right. day in the tournament. I mean, actually 16. So if you think about it, yesterday was like a third NCAA tournament day. Yeah, I actually like today a little bit more. But this the, the run of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, I mean, like you said, it's you, now you start getting – we're back to some mid-major conference championships coming up tomorrow. And, and you have semifinals today and quarterfinals of, of high majors. And you have – matchups that you like you have great basketball there are no more 116s there there's no 116 today like you get on thursday and friday of next week and don't get me wrong thursday and friday of next week is awesome <laughs> like everyone agrees on that but the fact that you get the winner go home atmosphere you have the playing game type atmosphere and you have awesome games like you you can't match these three days Bobby Regan, Barstool. Follow him on Twitter, Barstool Regs, R-E-A-G-S. Uh, in a 24-month period of time, Roy Williams, Jay Wright, Mike Krzyzewski, Jim Beheim either walk away or are asked to walk away. And does that matter? Or were they so big and the sport going through the coaches so much that this is going to be a period now going forward where the sport's going to be in flux? Um, it's more – I don't think it's in flux. I mean, well, Beheim should have walked away 10 years ago, so I think everyone's kind of more celebrating the fact he's gone than, than questioning it. But it's, it's more – outside of right, they're all older. You know, so yep. it's like everyone has to retire at some point. Or, you know, morbidly, everyone moves on at some point, I should say. So it's like they, these guys had to leave the sport at one point. Now, Wright was obviously surprising. But you talk to everyone, and, and everyone assumes Wright's going to get back into the world at, at some point in the future again. But, I mean, what? how long did people really expect Roy, Beheim, and, and Kay to stick around? I mean, they were... They, they weren't. They weren't. It wasn't surprises when they all got fired or walked away. Um, so it's not necessarily flux. Like there are some amazing young coaches. You look around the country, and there's there's names from of young coaches and and personalities. And the fact of the matter is, for even the casual fan, you cheer for laundry, right? Like if you're no one's a Bayheim fan, you're a Syracuse fan. So right. You're always going to cheer for whatever. You're going to watch whatever. You know, the orange and white is playing in. Georgia just repeated in football, but they did so with not exactly the same team, but, you know, same quarterback, probably half the defense, a lot of the same guys on offense. Can Kansas repeat with a very different team? Um, yes. I mean, they are one of the best teams in the country. But you have Bill Self now in the hospital. He's not coaching in the I Big know. 12 tournament. And so, and, and, you know, we're talking about coaches. Self is the best X's and O's coach outside of Rick Pitino in, in college basketball. So, you know, he's the best high major X's and O's. He's the best, high, you know, probably high major in-game coach. You don't have him for March. And while you do have talent and you do have Jalen Wilson who and Dewan Harris who, you know, were on – you know, starters last year and, and played it for a national championship. You still need, you know, it, it gets weirder without self there, right? Like he, it's, and, and that's nothing against Norm Roberts, but self is, self is self. And 
if he's not there, I almost look at it as like uh, like the Jalen Clark injury at UCLA, where it's like, well, they, it's not their real team. Yeah, they're really, really good, but there's kind of a ceiling on how I view them. So if if Selsag, yeah, they're they're for sure. I mean, even without Self, they're for sure a national title contender. They're going to be a number one seed. They're one of the top four or five teams in the country. But it's just weird trying to figure them winning a title back-to-back without self there. Also, I think last year's team would beat this year's team by about 10, but that doesn't mean you still can't win the title. You mentioned it'd be, it'd be interesting for sure. They, they match up really well against each other. This year's team could just spread them out, though, too. That's true. That's true. Last year's team a little deeper, but then again, you don't really need depth to win in the tournament. You mentioned Patino. He's 70. Uh, he's clearly going to get mentioned for both the Georgetown and St. John's jobs. Everyone expects St. John's to open up here in the coming days. Let's assume that the St. John's job does open up. First off, if you're Georgetown or St. John's, do you go after Rick Pitino, number one? And then if you're Rick Pitino, which of the two would interest you? Uh, you do whatever it takes to get Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino is one of the four best coaches, I think, in college basketball history. And – he hasn't lost a step. Like, he's winning whatever he wants at Iona. And Georgetown is on the verge of being irrelevant. St. John's is irrelevant. Like They haven't made a Big East semifinal in their own secondary home stadium in 23 years. You know, and it's New York City, it's D.C. You, you, two, you don't need to leave a five-mile radius to recruit. You can just throw a football and say, I'm going to try to get this guy. I would probably, I mean, it makes more sense for Patino to take St. John's, and I think it'd be more fun with him at St. John's as a fan. You get him at the Garden, you get him in New York. It it, it always felt right, but I think Georgetown's for sure the better job. So I would take Georgetown if, you know, if Patino was from, like, you know, Iowa or something like that instead. I think if he was 60, he'd take Georgetown, but at 70, A, he doesn't have to move, and B, come on, you and I both know Rick. Rick loves a camera and a microphone. He'll get a lot more of them in the city than he will in D.C. He's a New York guy, too. Right. So it's like, you know, it, it makes sense, right? Like, right. He, he doesn't have to leave Wingfoot, which is all he wants. He can start telling the stories about how much he loved being the Knicks head coach, and now I get to yep. come back, coach my games at the Garden, blah, blah, blah. And all right. he would win that city over – in one interview. Yes. Yes, he would. He'd make, and if for nothing else, in terms of media attention, it's tough to get media attention in that city with, you know, 30, oh, yeah. 37 pro teams and all that. He would get St. John's an awful lot of attention. He's Bobby Regan, Barstool. Follow him on Twitter, Barstool Regs, Barstool Regs. Okay. Uh, quickly here, you got somebody who's going to run the table Clemson. Uh, Ohio State, is there a bid buster left? Oh, man. I, you know what? Penn Ohio State. State does kind of look the part, right? Like Who? They're, uh, Ohio State, they okay. look the part. Like, they get Michigan State today. I wouldn't be surprised if they win that game. Yeah, that'd get them to the semis. I mean, they, they got to go five for five to do it, but they're two for two against Wisconsin and Iowa. Uh, end of the day, by the way. Did so many teams lose yesterday that Wisconsin's going to find themselves in, or are Wisconsin and Michigan out, Penn State's in, the Big Ten gets eight? Yeah, Penn State's for sure in, and they should be in. Um, speaking, speaking of a coach who should get every job that he wants, Micah Shrewsbury. But Wisconsin and Michigan, 
just put them as one seeds in the NIT. They don't deserve to be in. Uh, I don't I don't see how they are in. You know, if you go to bracket matrix, which is the cumulative view of all the bracketologists, not, neither of them are in. And for the love of God, don't make us watch Wisconsin or Michigan's offense again. <laughs> Uh, a team, a, a team that most people have out that you're going to bang the table should be in is. Ooh, um, I will go if Oklahoma State doesn't make it, I'll bang the table for them. Okay, yeah, and I think a lot of people have them first four out right now. Yeah, so I'll, I'll bang the table. I'm I'm a big Oklahoma State fan. It was a crazy day yesterday crazy day it only gets better today i know more bubble teams lost yesterday than one so the bubble is in a sense uh bigger and crazier today than it was yesterday bobby thanks for making time for me enjoy the day no problem have a good time bobby regan barstool follow him on twitter barstool regs r-e-a-g-s barstool regs <laughs> i will say and i've said it before bobby regan and i feel the exact same way about rick patino taking a lot of grief for it okay i am one of those i bring up the irock reference a lot in racing in which they used to take like the best 12 16 drivers they could find they put them in in theory identical cars and they would say go race all right and my answer was always all right if that's the case i'll take dale earnhardt and dale earnhardt had a great record in irock so did mark martin by the way but here's my feeling if the teams are even I'll take Rick Pitino. You can have anybody else ever, ever. I'll take Rick Pitino. See, see usually the teams are not even, and they're I, well, in exactly. favor of Pitino. And well, sometimes, sometimes. All right. And now, granted, you know, obviously he didn't guard Grant Hill on the inbound. Okay. First time he didn't guard the inbound in eight years. All right. Double team the guy who ultimately ended up catching the ball. Okay, and you know Rick can go. I don't know what to tell you. I put two guys on him. We let him catch it. I was trying to prevent him catching it. You know, if I had known we needed a third guy, I'd put a third guy. All right. So you can criticize him for not guarding the inbounder. You could also say, well, he double team Leitner, who had not missed a shot all day. He was, had the right idea. Do you know what the O in Patino stands for? <laughs> Overrated. Oh wow, wow, wow. Well, Bobby Regan's also a Kentucky fan, okay? And I think Bobby Regan wishes that he never left. 